You are listening to the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, produced by The Banyan Collective. Find more mind-blowing podcasts at thebanyancollective.com and on iTunes. The Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Adventure for your ears. You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. We're Outdoor Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, R. Brandon Long. I'm going with you for the next 40 minutes or so. By my side is the best co-host in all the land, Todd of the Top. Todders, how you doing? Yeah, doing good. Thank you. <laughs> it is it's been it's been a few minutes. We've been we've been slacking. So this week <laughs> I would never use the word slacking. <laughs> Perhaps slacking on OA. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, that's true. Thank you. <laughs> We've been very busy. This week's show includes a weekly happy, yes, and as well as a an interview with our guest, Joe Farley, product designer, Transcend Gear, and the Crag Crusher. And this is really cool. I love this product. What I love um, most about it is uh, Joe lives like within walking distance from Gear 30, and uh, this is all a completely local product. Also, a trip report. Um, we'll tell you about the behind the scenes on the Ogden Marathon, on the docket, some events coming up. With the bottle up. opener. Oh, sorry. Look at that. Oh, the bag. Yeah. It's okay, crucial we'll talk about if, it. if you're going to yeah. capture that market. Yeah. That, no, it's true. Uh, we'll give you some on the radar. Or, yeah, on the radar in the news, um, including the tour of Utah, ski tourism, sport climbing's favorite, what's her name? Sherpa summits a, Everest a record time. How many times did he summit? A yappy dog nearly gets kicked in Yellowstone. There is a Yellowstone pledge. And... The North Face is making tuxedos. I'll give you something worth watching, something worth reading, Gear 30 segment, quote of the week, and outdoor jukebox. All this and more on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, episode 330. It can't rain all the time. So let's charge. He summits with the agility of a mountain goat, flashes routes faster than UPS, is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal. He's Todd to the top. All right, so this week's weekly happy is I don't I don't really know what this is. Um, so this is a, a gal who decides with her friends. Joe, you can see this. To tow a sea to the top of a mountain and a giant pink flamingo, inflatable pink flamingo. And what they want to do is they want to use the sea in an ice lake at the top of a mountain and make the ice lake a beach. And just this is called fun, I guess. I have no idea really what this is. It's posted by Maria Sandberg. And uh, if you're bored, check out this idea the next, the next time. <laughs> Here, Todd, you can see. Yeah, that's your weekly happy because that's that gives you something to do. Up there? They towed them with their sleds. Their and they, you know, see that, that type of oh, sled. Oh, of course. Yeah, got it. And then, um, you know, that's what you do. I can probably come up with five hundred things I'd rather do. You'd rather do than yeah. than yeah. Although I am always intrigued by giant inflatable uh, uh, pink flamingos. So, 
Uh, we are joined this week by Joe Farley. I think we're live on Facebook too, and we're in the dark because of the way the sun is shining on our camera. Um, Todd may try and, and edit this. I don't know, but looks like we're, you probably can't see us very much just because of the sun's cruising through the window here. Joe Farley, product designer, Transcend Gear, and the Crag Crusher, which we do carry here at Gear 30. You came in the shop and um, pitched, the, pitched the bag, and we're like, well, that's awesome, so let's carry it. But first of all, you are not from here. I'm not. I, I yeah. uh, hail from the, the great Pacific Northwest, Spokane, Washington. Yeah. I've been in, in Utah and in Ogden specifically for eight years this summer. Okay. So this, this is so you're, pretty you're, much home now. Yeah, it's like you're local now. Eight yeah. years is a pretty long time. But um, this, uh, this morning's weather probably this, familiar well, to you. So, so Spokane is a, is a bit more like Ogden, kind of hot, dry summers. But uh, Wet springs, though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I have never been so ready for warm weather. This stuff is just <laughs> I think killing me. Oh, he's like, I'm cold this morning. <laughs> cold warm. It's almost June. I shouldn't be cold. Uh, it's well, uh, Utah, as you know, like it can go like cold, 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 like 60, 60, 60, 90. 90 yeah. well, 95. So we're actually getting a spring this year, which is kind of nice. It, I've loved it. Yeah. I've really loved it. Yeah. How much uh, do you start climbing in the Pacific Northwest? So I, I climbed. I mean, I can count the amount of times I climbed up there in one hand. Really? So I really didn't get into it okay. big until about five years ago. I had some friends that they got me climbing at the gym. Like most climbers start now, they start at the right gym. Right at the front? Right at the front here, yeah. yep, here in Ogden. And uh, one thing led to another. Started climbing outside and, and pretty much got hooked. Yeah. So and What was it? What was it that got you hooked? So, so I did a lot of running. That was kind of my thing before that. Like I did marathons and, and just loved to run. I kind of burned out in that. And I think I was, and I did some biking, did some road biking for all. And I just was kind of looking for my next thing. And I, I think the thing I love about climbing is that you, especially outdoors, you, you know, you find a project out there somewhere and it just kind of consumes you mm -hmm. until you get that red point on it. And so you just think about it and you lie in bed at night and you're going through the moves in your mind. And I think just, just the project aspect of climbing. I'm an engineer. I love kind of the, just thinking about all the technical aspects of, of trying to send a route. And so I think, I think just the fact that I can keep going back to that project until it's done, I've got, I've got something to shoot for. I've got a goal to attain. That's probably the biggest thing for me. And, and just the terror factor Be, being <laughs> a up bit there of that is good. Yeah. 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 I mean, being up there really has pushed me to, I, I feel like it's pushed me to take more risks in life. Just learning how to deal with that fear mm -hmm. of being, you know, 10 feet above your last bolt and, Risk and trust because yeah. you got to trust the equipment. Yeah, Belair. Belair. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's in, it's an interesting question, Todd, because uh, you know I'm, I'm a used to could climber, right? Uh, back in the day, but it was there was something when you first get out there and you try it, and there's like this weird. I don't know if it's the project. It's probably different for everybody. I don't know if yep. it's the projecting. I don't know if it's just being out there with your friends or whatnot. But it to me, it, there was a definite challenge from. Uh, from being sort of this recreationalist five nine climber five ten climber to like I want to climb something harder and then yeah. all of a sudden it becomes yeah. like well then that means I need to do this more yeah yeah yep. and you just and there, and there's and always all in. there's always some new no matter how good you get there's always a harder thing to work on that's a big uh, drop yeah. to it. there's always a new project to work on especially around here yeah that's a good point yeah, yeah. no it's true yep so as an engineer you saw a need in the market for yeah. uh, a way to improve a crag bag. Yeah, so so I started out with just with just a basic rope bag, and mm -hmm. it was it was just you know, and then it's it's a it's a great a great rope bag. I've still got it at home, but I found that I was constantly I I would you know put my rope in there, that 
first thing is the tarp is pretty small. Most tarps that I've seen are way too small. Yeah. Small tarp syndrome. That's right. Yeah. And until the Craig Crusher, I I think that there was never a tarp that was big enough. I I have fortunately solved that problem. (laughs) Single handedly. (laughs) My humble but accurate opinion. Yeah. So, so I had, I had a rope bag and, but, but that's all it was. You couldn't get anything else in there. And so what I would end up doing is I would, I would take that rope bag and I would stuff it in my day pack with all the rest of my stuff, with my harness and my draws and for a day of sport climbing. And I just, I hated that, that I had to have several bags. Right. And like, there was no really good organized solution for getting all your stuff in one bag. Obviously there's plenty of Craig bags out there where, you know, it's just a big cavity and you just stuff all your stuff in there. But I didn't really feel like anyone was meeting that organizational need. Again, that's probably my engineer coming out. Well, just wanting what's to be interesting organized. is that I, so you pack, like I had a backpack that you put all of, like you said, all the gear in and yep. then you would take a rope bag separately. Yep. And often I would think to myself, there's got to be a better way. But of course I don't go home and think about how yep. to make it better because it just, yep. it ends in the hike up or down or whatever yep. Yep. it ends in the approach. And so there's, therefore we have people like you who think yeah. there, not only should there be a different way, but let me see if I can solve that. Yep. Yep. And I, I was, I was kind of in the right place at the right time. I wouldn't normally sit at home and say, I'm going to make a new bag, but at, <laughs> on, on a Tuesday, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but my company, my, my real job, I'm, I'm an engineer for transcend innovations and we, we've kind of created a culture where we have encouraged the engineers, Hey, if you have an idea, something you want to do, you know, run with it. And so, so we, we primarily at transcend innovations, we do, we do software and, and electronics design. So nothing climbing related whatsoever, mm-hmm. but our founder had, had, developed a duffel bag called the easy duffel and it was this cool concept where you would um i've got the the bag in front of me here of course the audience can't see this bag but the 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 duffel bag that he developed is very similar to the craig crusher Mm. so it was this design where you would you would unclip it and you would roll the whole bag out and everything would be right there and so the first time i saw that i said to orlin is his name i said orlin I've got to make this into a climbing bag like this is perfect yeah and so that's kind of where it was born where the idea was born I, i that man, if we just removed some of these compartments and, and stitched a rope tarp in there and, and kind of beefed everything up a little bit, made it more, you know, put gear loops on it. And I really kind of started honing it into an actual climbing bag. But that's where the idea started was it was this awesome rollout concept. And of course, if, if you go to our website, you can see what the Craig Crusher looks like, how, how it unrolls. But so well, thank so you. Thank you, Orlin. Yeah. Thank you, Orlin. Yeah. What's yeah. the website? What's the plug so it's, that? it's transcendgear.com. Transcendgear.com. Yep. yep. And then, so where did you source product? So, so we had already talked a little bit to uh, a, a guy up in Logan mm-hmm. about making that, that duffel bag I mentioned. So he was already primed in some ways, kind of going back to me saying like, I, it was kind of the right place at the right time. Everything was kind of set up for this. So he was already primed to make the, the duffel bag. And so we went to him. He, he makes a lot of outdoor bags. In fact, he makes, he does some stuff for other brands here in Ogden, even some, some other bag designs. So we went up to him and said, Hey, we, we laid out the design. What do you think about this? And he said, let's do it. Yeah. And so, so we do it all. We, we make all the bags in Logan. So made everything, in everything Logan. is, yeah, made in Logan. Yeah. So everything's local here. So our, our shop uh, is just down the street here, Transcend Gear. And then of course I live right here. Yeah. And then we make all the bags in Logan. So it's very much, and we're, we're selling them here and we're selling them at the front in Salt Lake and here in Ogden. And so everything is literally, we really haven't expanded outside cool. of Utah yet. So yeah. 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 And then this, so tell us about the bag uh, yep. and why it's different from, because I think there's, 
you know, the big boys out there who've been b- making climbing equipment for years yep. uh, have failed to to maybe jump on the on into something like this. Sure. Until maybe sort of recently, they've they've got something similar, but yeah. not but yep. not exactly. So yeah, there's there's yeah. some similar stuff starting to come out now. Um, so, so so the the bag so so it, it's a it's a rollout design and, <clears throat> and the idea there is that you can really um, I've got these cinch straps on it again if 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 the audience is wondering they can they can check all this out on the website but it's got these compression straps so you can literally it's designed to kind of it's a roll so it's designed to kind of expand the more gear you pack in there Mm -hmm. if you have less stuff and then you just you know you you put your straps on you can literally cinch it down as tight as you want i was surprised how much you had in there yeah yeah so i mean it it holds plenty for i mean i've got i'm I'm married we've got four little kiddos and, and we can get everything that we would need for a day of Sport climbing, yeah. including right. the smallest kid. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. roll them up in the bag. Yeah, including <laughs> the kid. That's right. They just roll up in there. Quit complaining. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, so it cinches down. It's kind of the first thing I'm, I'm opening it here as I talk. I like. I love the sound of Velcro, though. Yeah, Velcro is, is a satisfying thing. <laughs> Turns out nature actually figured out Velcro like thousands of years before. Uh, yeah. We well, did. What, what happened there? <laughs> was that a? Is that a plant? That's, or what's that's the, one of. They call that a. Where they, there's a term for that where we take a, a concept in nature and we adapt it to engineering, and I'm blanking out on the term right now. That's okay. But it's, it's a great process. Bio, biomimicry, I think that's what it is. Biomimicry? Yeah, where we, where we, we learn something from nature and we We, we use that it. term often here on the Ogden Outdoor Adventure biomimicry, Show. Yeah. Biomimicry, So your challenge is to use that word tomorrow Bi- in regular okay. conversation. Yes, biomimicry. There's a certain bird that has been podcasting for years, years. <laughs> that's right, that's well right. Well before us. <laughs> So, so my, my favorite thing about the bag, I think, is just the size of the tarp. I didn't feel like any rope tarp out there was adequate. So this tarp, I, w- I was trying to remember the dimensions I put on here. I, I think it's I think it's five feet by six feet, and I don't have it written on my... On the tag? I don't have it written on my tag. I thought I did. This yeah, here we go. 57 inches by 70 inches. So that's... 57 that's, by 70? I th- yeah, so... I'm an, I'm an engineer here. I'm the only one that big. has no excuse to if, know but how the, to convert that to the feet. The quick math in my head is not working right now. So Flipping for huge. 72 inches is six. six. I, th- I think six. it's, so six it's five by six, yeah. roughly. Five by six. Yeah. Okay. So the, the tarp is all waterproofed. So if, if your rope is rolled up in here, it's it's not getting wet. Um, we've, got, we've got these huge organizing pouches in here. So these are designed to keep everything so there's four of them so I, I can get you know i i put going through my gear in my head here i put 12 draws in here five or six alpine draws several harnesses just look how organized that is todd um, that's awesome right big zippers shock bags shoes yeah. everything goes in here yeah and it's mesh and so like you dust you know desert environment we're good yeah um and, and it's it's actually it's a beefy mesh and i don't have so so yeah, i mean you, you, you can take the back of a hammer like the sharp end just really crank really? it against yeah. the stuff and it will it will it will not rip so and uh carries well i i think it carries great yeah so we yeah. so we intentionally went sans hip strap because we really wanted to preserve the kind of the duffel bag feel so it is mm-hmm. a hybrid duffel bag slash backpack but mm-hmm. you know i put i put 30 35 pounds in it and it feels great as a backpack mm-hmm. that's that's pretty fully loaded but it's also um, got a shoulder strap right and, yep and it comes with a shoulder strap so you can throw it over your shoulder you can look hipster well, that's right. To, yeah, yeah. Yep. All about the looks, and that's really the only thing that matters. <laughs> if you look good doing it, let's then, be honest, people. Come yeah, on. I mean, that's where, that's where it's at. We all know it. We just don't admit it. <laughs> so I was so 
so engineers are supposed to know math, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. But they can't convert inches to feet, apparently. Well, <laughs> right. However, I'm an English major. And so whenever, <laughs> so grammar, I'm just okay. at. But we're supposed to know, we're supposed to know grammar, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but yeah. really, I can write a good story, but I'm going to need someone to double check my, my grammar. Yeah, so, yeah, it, yep. you know. It all works right. It's a thing. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's that's really cool. So now uh, you have a full time job. So this I the do, marketing yeah. on the side is just this oh, is just yeah, a bonus or a, this is yeah, total side gig. Yep, yep. And we're, we're I mean obviously I'd love to be able to just quit work and be a full time climbing bum selling gear. Would you though, or would you just because it seems I mean, if, like if I could make a living selling climbing gear? Okay, yeah. I don't don't tell my my, my uh, <laughs> yeah. My, my don't tell Orlin. My real <laughs> boss is probably going to hear this. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I love what I do. I mean, we we know I I've been designing software for years. And it's it really is a blast. Just yeah. But anytime you get to software included, anytime you get to design a product, I mean, that's just yeah. That's where it's at, and that's as a company, that's really what we were after. Is we want to create an environment where people are encouraged to design products and and really think outside the box. So the tag, it's such a cool story. Yeah, like it really, it really is. is a very cool story. Yeah. Tag on the bag says made in the USA, um, but really it's it's really made, made in Utah. Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a lot of it was just thought thought of right here around Gear Thirty Slackwater, the front yep. area, yeah, where you live and and play. And and, and really, I mean, the, the reception you know with you guys here has been awesome. And and I've, you know, I know all the people at the front. I, I climb over there all the time, and they have just. They've really been awesome. Which is about a legit crowd. Pushing the bag. Right? Yeah. And yeah. So if you're Absolutely. getting the endorsement yep. by yes. these yeah. jet bags, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 They love it. I mean, they, and, and the employees over there have just been phenomenal about selling bags for me. Like, they're just, every time I go in, Joe, we sold two more bags. Oh, they're that's just so good. excited about that it. That is so. good. That is yeah, great news. It's so been cool. Uh, for more information on the bag, we can go to transcendgear.com. Yep. Yep transcendgear.com you running any social yet with this yeah we're so we're just getting that off the ground but we okay. are on we're on twitter instagram facebook okay. find us on there what and else you selling the crag crusher transcend gear so this is it right now okay yeah this is our first product so you selling that duffel or was that a step on the way to that, this that's so that's actually being sold through so so when we come up with a new idea at transcend innovations we spin out a company oh so, nice so the duffel is being oh. sold through a company called easy duffel Transcend. They're all owned by. They're all owned by. Well, it, our, actually, our ownership structure is kind of complicated, but but we're, <laughs> it's a, a different we're show. spinning out small companies. Different show, yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, that's that's very cool. Thanks, yeah. Joe, for your time and for yeah, great to be here for hanging Thanks out. Thanks, you guys. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move forward. Um, you can stick around or you can take off. I'm stick around. Yeah. All right. Uh, trip report. So the Ogden Marathon. If you follow Ogden Outdoor Adventure or Ogden Adventure on Instagram, I gave you a. Uh, a live look in hashtag van life like inside the van there at the start line there's some great pictures and yeah. I, w- I was excited for a, like another bone dry marathon so, uh, so well played little, there a little wet, yeah. yeah so um I, I yeah and then and then if you're on our instagram or our facebook ogden outdoor adventure on facebook you saw i was at the start line so I videoed the start line. It was really cool. So, um, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was it was wet. Uh, I had a little, I had an umbrella. It was an alien themed umbrella, and I had a fanny pack, which was also a- alien themed fanny pack that I kept my phone in, because I have my notes, like the announcer notes, on my phone. Right? I could with the umbrella, with I couldn't keep it dry. It snowed on us at the full start up there, near Kazi. Um, the runners. They are the cool. They are the coolest people. They were in such good spirits, standing in the rain, snow, crap, for an hour. I 
props to everyone who ran the full marathon start. Weren't it you was just miserable fantastic. just looking at him? I'm Almost fully dry. People. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm in full, like, good, heavy. Staying pretty dry. Yeah, I'm dry. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I, my skin is dry. The yeah. you know, <laughs> exterior's wet. But, yeah, um, everyone was in such good spirits. It was so, it was so cool. So, and that means, like, everyone who, I don't know if it's a marathon runner thing or just a, you know, I don't know, just being outside. And it wasn't super cold, but it was just very wet. wet. Yeah, very wet. Uh, and so it was it was really cool. And then cruise down to the, the finish line. And, and if you've ever, um, if you've, Joe, you know, you run marathons. Hang out at a finish line one time, at the marathon finish line, and you will cry at some point. Yeah. In fact, I saw there was, uh, was a, one of the girls I went to school with, Kylie, I believe is her name. She got engaged to. Her boyfriend ran the full, stopped right before the end, and took him about 20 minutes to get the freaking ring out of his pocket, but he finally managed before it. Before he crossed the line. Before he crossed the line. And <laughs> awesome. uh, she was really concerned about messing up her, his time, but which he said well, he was behind where his goal time. He was so thinking he was about like, bigger Screw things. it anyway. Yeah. yeah, he was thinking about bigger things. and uh, So I saw I was able to see that go down, which is pretty his cool. His goal was something else. He had a bigger <laughs> bigger goal in the end. So that's the Ogden Marathon. Congrats to everyone who... Uh, we did even the 5K, the half, the relay, the full. It was it was wet, but it was fun, a uh, beautiful time. So on the docket, on the docket, coming up, what's today? The 22nd, tomorrow night, the Thursday is the weekly Ogden Pub Runners run at Giggs Tavern. Giggs, Giggs Tavern? Never even heard of it. Sixth, How far out did I believe go? that's in, in West Ogden on 24th Street. You might that's be right. the one out by the okay. freeway. Yeah. Giggs Tavern. And so they, they I it's can like picture a, it. Yeah, five. Yeah. It's a five k. They pick like a three miler, and then if you don't want to run, you know, you can just show up and drink. They're pub <laughs> runners, runners loose term. I think for the yeah. most drinkers, drinkers with a running problem. It's what it is. <laughs> yes. So that's and it's you don't have to sign a waiver. You just show up and um, and hang out with the Ogden pub runners. It's open to everyone who wants to show up. Also, the shop uh, beginning tomorrow through Monday is the Memorial Day sale. You get. Uh, I believe it's like up to 50% off some of our hiking and backpacking stuff. And we're getting new stuff in every day here at the shop. So come down and uh, do your Memorial Day shopping now. Gear 30? Pick up a Crag Crusher. Pick up a Crag Crusher. Good chance to pick up that. Yes. Um, And uh, and enjoy your uh, approach to the Crag this time without carrying so much crap. So so I get constantly ridiculed for maybe because I'm from Washington for the way that I say my AG words. So I'm told that I say Craig, and I'm supposed to say Crag. 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 How do you guys I say like it? Craig. Cra- Craig? Craig? Like Craig Crush? Craig. Like my name's Craig. We don't know. Yeah, we don't really know who Craig is, but we're going to crush him. We're going to crush him. On the That's way. Right. Yeah. Craig, Craig Crush. Craig. Craig. We say let on, so it's okay. We, we lose our T's. Yeah, yeah Utahns have Can absolutely <laughs> no, no grounds on which to make fun <laughs> of the way I say things. <laughs> That's true. There's an intro to trad climbing. Uh, at the Front Climbing Club, brought to you by Bearhouse Mountain Guiding. That is on May 28th. Go to Bearhouse Mountain Guiding's website for more information. Again, intro to trad. If you've been looking to get into trad climbing and you want to learn from the pros at Bearhouse, that's on May 28th. Also, the Ogden Music Festival, which we'll be backstage at with Van Sessions, Todd. Uh, the, th- oh, I want to say 30, 31st, and 1st. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday down there at Fort Benaventura. And then... The mountains open up supposedly uh, June 9th because it's going to be like 90 degrees on June 9th at Snow Basin. Blues, brews, and barbecue with the Naughty Professor. It's summertime. It's like two weeks away. 
That's a sign. That'll be the the weather will change. It's wild, the, right? The clouds will part. It will warm up. Yeah. And then right, you know, it's every week. So six sixteen blues, brews, and barbecue with Dead Winter Carpenters Snow Basin. Snow Basin opening day. The mountain opens their summer operations on the twenty second. So the blues, brews, and barbecue. You just go up. If you can't figure it out by the name, eat food, drink beer, watch live music, and then on the twenty second. Uh, the mountain is open, so you can go mountain biking. And do you know ma- when they open up that mini golf? Is it like the whole season or just? I'm assuming the 22nd. Have you done that? Day. It's really it's hard. So much no, fun. No. It's so much fun. The view is is everything. The, but the course itself is really the, interesting. The frisbee golf course? No, they have like a miniature golf course. Oh, do they? I know yeah. they have frisbee golf too. I keep wanting to do that. They put in a mini golf course last summer, and Todd and I tried it. And we, let's just say we need to practice our mini golf. <laughs> yeah. So no, you, yeah, some yeah. of those holes are no joke. Like some of them yeah. are pretty hard, but it was so much fun. If you go when they open to mini golf, you may or may not be putting in the snow. I know, that's crazy, right? Yeah. And then the next day it'll be, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Wildflower tra- Trail Fest uh, up at Powder Mountain this year, July thirteenth, along with the Trail Trials, number one. That's those are five Ks with fun up at Powder Mountain, or five Ks with a view. That begins in the middle of July. July 17th and El Dose 2019 is July 20th up there Powder Mountain on the radar on the radar talked about this on the last show the Antelope Island Spider Fest 2019 August 3rd and the Eden Epic mountain bike race and you should start training for that now because it's brutal that's September 28th uh, Eden Epic mountain bike race just go to just search Eden Epic and you can see the trail it starts somewhere I think well it's in it's in like Eden Huntsville it goes up all the hard trails up to Ben Loman saddle down again lewis peak down again it's a really awesome if you're into that hard really hard mountain bike <laughs> really hard mountain bike in the news in the news um riley repeated so Riley, our really fast marathoner joe what was your fastest time were you oh, competitive man, we're gonna talk like about a, times we yeah go, are we going there we're yeah so so my goal was to qualify for boston okay by my fastest time so so the qualifier time when i was running this is 15 years ago. Okay. It was 310 for my age to qualify for Boston. Is it still my, around there? 310? Maybe 39 or I think, something? I know they've shuffled everything around, especially since it's gotten harder because there's so many people trying to run Boston now. Yeah. My fastest time was was roughly 316. I'm trying okay. to remember the exact seconds. So I, I didn't quite make you it. You are a full not, hour not off, Well, not a full hour, but just under an hour off of the, uh, the, the winning time on Saturday. Isn't that crazy? Was it they came in at two two twenty three? Yeah, there's there's some scary fast people out there. Cook Riley Cook. Uh, wow, nicely done, Riley. Hometown hometown boy. Uh, beat out the uh, edging edging Elude Kiru of of I guess he's I hear he's Kenyan, but he says it's from Tuila, a Tuila Kenyan. Is that? I'm not I, really sure. <laughs> By twelve seconds, which is like pretty good, pretty that's that's pretty impressive. far out in front. Yeah. If you think about it, that's so two twenty. I mean, that is literally again. Here's my math breaking down here. I'm not going to give you the right number. <laughs> Just make but it that's, up. That's like that's like a five. I think that's like a five to five and a half minute mile pace for 26 miles. For 26 that is, miles, that is really I fast. right now. I mean, I'm I'm stoked to run a nine minute mile. Ten, right. You know, like that's so fast. Also, the tour of Utah route will again come through Weber County. I think they missed us last year, but it will cruise around Pine View and go up Powder Mountain, and that's a steep haul up that road so good luck to all the tour utah racers this summer that is august 14th wednesday it'll make its return according to the standard examiner we're stopped two this year um yeah 
So if you like the road racing. And then the uh, ski tourism is doing all right here in Utah. In fact, we hit an all-time high. It's according to KSL.com. Thanks in part to an above-average amount of snowfall visits to Utah's ski resorts topped $5 million for the very first time, industry officials announced Tuesday. So five, I'm assuming that's 5 million people? That, five like, million. That's 5 million passes sold? It says visits to Utah's ski resorts topped $5 million. Record number of visitors in 2018 19, 5,125,441. Surpasses the previous state record set in 2016 2017 by a 12% increase. So that's a big jump. Busier, busier. We're I mean, heading to the mountains. I mean, the last few times I've been up, I, every time I've gone, I've, I've had at least one chair ride with someone from out of state. Really? Yeah, there's always someone from. Yeah the east coast or it's almost like if you get a chair ride with the locals you feel like hey it's yeah. local yeah. <laughs> yeah, i know you <laughs> we're, we're all from here <laughs> yeah um okay so the best female sport climber in the world joe you climbed you know her name uh sasha de julian no Clo- uh, good great guess who's a, who's a yeah. famous there's some uh, young upstart that, uh, right there's the little girl She's never the, pronounce her name. She has a Japanese oh, name. From New York, actually, yes. I believe. She grew up climbing the Central Park. Yeah. Hashima? Is that right? Hashima, that's it. Hashima. Yeah. Uh, nope, not her. She's really good. Yeah. Not her, but the favorite for the 2020 Tokyo Sport Climbing title. And so there are different. Is, is she from the U.S.? Give nope, me some hints. Slovenia. Ooh. Yeah. Straight out of Slo- climbing Slovenia. Hot spot of climbing. She won her fifth straight World Cup, maintained her perfect record, and can go for an undefeated season in the final World Cup in Vail, USA, in early June of this year. And nobody knows her name, so I thought I'd. Is it a Slovenian name? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. If that's yeah. That's okay. Janja, J A N J A. Janja Garnbrett. Janja. You will know this name when she wins a gold. Yeah. Yeah. Does it list her age in the? Yeah, I think. Oh, maybe not. I saw the number 20, but that does not refer to her age that I know of. Um, competing on the grounds of Munich's famed Olympia Stadion. She cleared the, the same obstacles as runner-up Fanny Gilbert, or mm. Fanny Gibbert, but did more efficiently and won cleanly. And then uh, Japan's Akio Noguchi was third. But that's mm. sport climbing. That is, it's an interesting world. That's it a different. It is, yeah. And a lot of people are saying that, you know, over the next, decade or whatever the the strongest climber in the world will be a female because they've just mm. got I mean, weight weight to strength yeah, maybe yeah yeah and, and they're just getting stronger too. and stronger yeah, yeah. yeah seems like they're really young we all well. know the men's or we should if you're in the industry know the men's uh adam andra yeah one so yeah looking for gold and that's coming up in the olympics pretty wild and then uh 24 times a sherpa set a record for Summiting Everest the 24th time. He did it twice this. What did you do this week? He did it twice in a week. Like, oh, I just sent Everest twice. That's all. This is according to Snowbrains. A Sherpa today extended his record for successful climbs up Mount Everest with his 24th ascent of the world's highest peak, Kami Rita. You remember it was a big deal to like summit once? Yeah, well. Yeah, well, I've done it 24 times, says, says Kami. That is, that's wild. Pretty, right? Yeah. I mean, the odds of just. There's so many things that can go wrong on that mountain. Not any mountain, yeah. but really, that's yeah. a pretty sketchy mountain. And then, um, just because I am heading to Yellowstone tomorrow, and so I'll play. This is the most annoying sound you've ever heard. That's it. A small dog giving crap to a buffalo in Yellowstone. There are rules, people. You are not allowed to have your dog off leash in Yellowstone. 
If this dog is, and then you uh, you can watch this video, I'll post it, and he almost gets kicked by the bison, uh, which probably would have been a blessing to, to see. And then right it, there, it would, bam, it would, barely it would literally it. take two of those dogs to make up one of those buffalo's heads. That's how small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a really small dog. Yeah. Um, and the power of oh animals. I got I to gotta tell you a quick little story on the power of animals. And so there's this one scene, one of my guilty pleasures. Well, I don't think I'm the only one. Uh, there's a series called John Wick, these action series, right? Yeah. And so the third John Wick just came out. And so I saw it last night over at Brewies. You've been to Brewies. Been yeah, to Brewies. you've been to Brewies. Yeah. That's a great place. And I went on a Tuesday in night yeah. here in Ogden. Yeah. And so Tuesday night. So get this. So April and I went last night and it was $5 a piece for the ticket. And then they were running Taco Tuesdays as well. Nice. And they had a special for $1 margaritas and so between the two of us what? we each had margaritas we each had plate of tacos oh and we also had some sweet potato fries and admission for 24 dollars that, that, that movie's brand new so you could either pay 10, oh that's 10 insane. bucks or whatever you pay yeah, now right, at right. megaplex yeah. well and another could, 10 for popcorn yeah, yeah and so go tuesday night for this movie but there's you kind of get the gist, even if you haven't seen the movie. He's an assassin, and he's trying to keep from getting killed. It Destroys everyone. Phenomenal, like choreographed martial art. It's just a great movie. If you like those kind of things, but there is a scene, and I don't want to give away too much, but there's a scene in a in a stables um, that he is able to essentially manipulate horses to kick people that are trying to, oh, to kill good. him yes. in this in, okay and he does it kind of repeatedly yeah so he's and not just an assassin power, he's a horse whisperer he was a horse whisperer uh but the, this whole choreographed ballet was about the most amazing thing but i i've never seen just because the sheer power like and it was yeah. legit like it karate horses. like it would it was it was just like right when it happened you, the whole audience just screaming oh <laughs> But I picture that with a buffalo and this teeny little dog. It would just take like a little thing. Oh, for sure. A yeah. little flick. And that thing is over the geysers. Like This was just a couple gone. days ago. So, Again, if you're going to a national park, dogs unleash. So I was reading the, the Wikipedia article on Keanu Reeves just because John Wick was coming. The uh -huh. new John Wick was coming out. And he may have written this article because it described him as the most ver one of the most versatile actors out there. And I thought. Keanu Reeves? Yeah. <laughs> All I can think of is we need guns. Huh. Lots of guns. <laughs> I don't even know most versatile. You see a movie like this and the pace of this movie, and it is especially taken into account his age. He's got to be pushing 50 or, yeah, he's, or maybe he's getting a little up more. There. Yeah. Phenomenal work. Yeah. Like phenomenal work. The And I think he, he's been into martial arts for a long time, but the amount of training that he must personally go through. Uh, he's not an actor in the sense that we, we consider that, yeah. but as far as sheer entertainment value and the fact that so much of this was him, I'm sure he had stuntmen, you know, working with him, but so much of this was him. Mm. You could tell by the way they filmed yeah. it and everything. So versatile in that sense. Uh, I guess when it comes versatility to, takes many forms. Yeah, And there's another, uh, you know, uh, Bill and Ted coming out. So versatile really? in that sense as well. Yeah. They've been trying, fans yeah, have been trying to get right? that I thing get, made. Yeah. Fans have been trying to get that thing made since the you know first one came yeah. out, and so the the idea behind this new one is gonna we're gonna love it. I'll be there. You know who didn't use a I'll be there a stunt double. Alex Honnold, he does no, all his own stunts. He does all his all own, all his own stunts. Yeah. That's like his <laughs> shtick. It is. Well, so I didn't know this, but the tux he wore. I've just found this on unofficial networks. Oh, for the Oscars. For the Oscars is a was a North Face tux. 
That's, that's brilliant. That awesome. was very yeah. smart. Of so is that is that available to the general public? Because I would be. seriously consider buying a North Face tax. While the best, this is on unofficial networks. While the best free solo climber in the world looks like an uncomfortable ring bearer at his cousin's wedding in a tuxedo, his black tie attire is one of a kind. Oh. Honolulu's longtime sponsor, North Face, sewed together this one-off tux for his trip to the Ox Oxers, <laughs> the Oscars, Oscars, <clears throat> where he won best feature documentary, and it could potentially inspire more formal wear. From the technical outwear giant, so we have a buyer already. Maybe, Joe's yeah, maybe like, he'll auction it off to support his foundation. Would not yes. surprise buy it. me. Though. Which, yeah. so the Ogden Climbing Festival? Did you go? I did. Yeah. So yeah. they had the, sp not the spork. The what is what? Did, what was his April Fool's Day thing? It was the spoon. The spoon he eats off of, in his in, in the spatula. Movie. Spatula. It was a, like a spatula. They he has his own spatula now. North Face spatula. <laughs> And nor he has really good or black diamond. It was a black diamond. Black diamond made a spatula. So it's and it's like a tech spatula, right? Uh, so that but, black but it's, diamond. But it's Alex Honnold's. It's Alex design. Honnold's designed April tech Fools? spatula, but it's a real product. This one and is. And yeah. black diamond had it at the Ogden Climbing Festival on Saturday there. At the, so you could. Yeah, that was it, was, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. All right, that's all I have in the news. Uh, moving on to worth watching. Danny Daycare. If you haven't seen this. Um, Danny, is it Danny McCaskill, um, who gets invited to, I mean, he's one of the best bikers in the world, mountain bikers in the world. He gets invited to do a little daycare action for his buddy's daughter. And of course, he can't uh, just watch the daughter. He's got to put the daughter in a kid carrier and do the most insane mountain bike stunt you have seen with the daughter in the kid carrier. But don't worry, folks. It's not really you know she's not really in there during those scenes but it's shot to make you think that it is and he does like a backflip with the kid carrier on the mountain bike and stuff so it's pretty cool it's as a dad watching it i really really love this film it's it's really fantastic the Can way you imagine though probably the number of comments he still got and it's very clear so it's like four or five minutes long but like it ends like a minute early like three minutes in. it's only like three minutes in and it says like do not try this at home. No, she wasn't. They used the doll. They show the doll. Like, they sh they try to tell you exactly everything. But you can see, like, he is hauling on this uh, kid carrier in tow on this. It's sad that they have to get uh, all those disclaimers. It is. But it's, and it's shot in Scotland, so it's absolutely beautiful and green. Like, <laughs> 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 He's going down the side of the mountain. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Okay, that's um, very clever. That's super it's funny. sort of been all over. We'll post it, but if you haven't seen it, it's been all over... Uh, the socials and then Bryden who works here in the shop posted two weeks in Europe by train the Euro the Euro pass uh, very interesting also worth watching on YouTube anything Bryden does is fantastic go to Bryden Bully on YouTube look it up it's definitely worth watching um, gear 30 segment again we give you a code OOA so you can save 12% on your purchase but right now Memorial Day is 20 20% off the mo everything under the Memorial Day tag online you can go there and just uh, search what you want. Use Memorial Sale promo at checkout. Save 20% this weekend only. It's happening right now online. Also, we sold out all of our Rab Kinetic Plus jackets at the marathon. Everybody on Friday who was picking up their pack, we sold all of our rain gear. So we don't have any more in stock. We've ordered some in. The uh, Kelty is 100 years old. 
hunt and they're going to celebrate by bringing back the Mockingbird pack, the original Mockingbird pack. A throwback pack. A throwback that's pack. That's pretty awesome. From Kelty. So that's something we don't carry here at the shop. But if you're into Kelty and you want to celebrate Dick Kelty's 100th birthday at the 2019 Outdoor Retailer Summer Market, um, they're going to be showing off this uh, this new pack, which is pretty cool. And then also in gear, speaking of kids, by the way, also in gear, Vivo Barefoot is launching a plant-based Primus Light 2 bio shoe on the heels if you, you know, of sustainability shoe. research. So, uh, yeah, really cool. So look for that Vivo Barefoot coming out. It's a new vegan shoe designed with over 30% renewable plant-based materials, including the bio TPU made from yellow dent field corn, natural rubber, and harvested algae called bloom instead of a single-use petroleum, any single-use petroleum materials. So the award-winning design is Vivo Barefoot's. Vivo Barefoot is all capitalized, by the way, because I know you love caps, Todd. Lightest and most efficient. Why are they screaming <laughs> Every at time me? you say you have to scream it. Vivo, Vivo Barefoot! Vivo Barefoot! Yeah. It takes you out of the sentence, <laughs> though, yeah. Uh, weighs an estimated, on average, an estimated 10% less than today's standard performance shoes. Well, so we'll see. It's, it sounds cool. I don't know. Okay. Uh, this week's quote of the week. If a man hasn't discovered something that he will die for. He isn't fit to live. That is Martin Luther King. Mm. Thank you for powering today's 330th episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, Gear 30. And actually, we're, we're using the big boy today, the Goal Zero, because I can't. I lost my little one. It's somewhere in my house. I went to charge it, and it got misplaced. So we have the big boy today. Also, look for us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, thebandingcollective.com. Podbean app, all the show notes with links to all the stuff we talked about is on the blog at thebanyoncollective.com. So if you heard something, you're like, oh, I need to, like you're in your car, you're like, oh, I need to look that up. I don't know, where, where can I get the, the bag that uh, Joe was talking about? So it's all there at thebanyoncollective.com under the Ogden Outdoor Adventure tab. Um, you could chat with us if you have any questions on Twitter at Ogden Adventure or at Banyan Podcast. Todd, do you have anything? I have a long intro for our song of... Oh, this week's outdoor jukebox. So. Uh, two two little comments. Uh, first one is a uh, little cross promo for upcoming. Uh, I think it's June seventh at the Monarch is the next van sessions. So if you if if you don't participate, there's no reason why why you're not doing it. I mean, there, or come free. tell us yeah what your excuse is. That's fine. <laughs> That's yeah, I'll take that show here. up and yell at us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, what makes that not work? Yeah. And then uh, the other quick comment is um, Arts of the Parks program that I co-direct is uh, starting up uh, June 3rd. So that's coming up very soon. And so that'll run six weeks. Ogden City Parks. Uh, more information on that. You can look up weber.edu backslash arts in the parks. And so we bring Arts of the Parks noon to one, Monday through Friday, six different area parks. Sifting through hours of crappy, crappy music so that you don't have to. This is uh, going with the can't rain all the time. Crow soundtrack theme. This is Burn from The Cure with your outdoor jukebox. I love this song. Good choice. John Muir would say the mountains are calling and we must go. Mm-hmm.